All right, welcome to another episode of Restoring Your Voice with me, your host, Pastor David. So glad that you could join. Let me just ask one thing before that you click that like button, hit that share button, and also there are three ways that you can give below in the description. All right, and with that, uh, I'm going to have a special guest on today, uh, Rachel McCants, and we'll get into that, so stay tuned. Restoring Your Voice, with me, your host, I'm going to help you use your God-given voice. I'm going to equip you for the good works of Jesus and prepare you for the return of Jesus. I'm going to do this through hitting up hot biblical topics, problem areas in the body of Christ, in the charismatic, in other areas of the body of Christ, in an attempt to help bring clarification Purity, consecration, in love and patience as the Bible commands. I'm going to have special guests on that are going to equip you and edify you through their stories that give God the glory where you'll get different viewpoints and different areas because we're all one body and we all have a piece of the puzzle to share with one another. So I look forward to you watching, listening, and interacting Alrighty then. Well, with that, I'm going to be my uh, guest on for today, Rachel McCants. Welcome to the show, Rachel. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. So glad that you the you know you could come on here and talk about, and we can highlight what you do and what you're all about. So yeah, why don't we uh, start there? Why don't you give us your a uh, 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 background and then uh, what your ministry is all about? I am an author and speaker, and Christians hire me to ignite a dose of Jesus because most do not seek him first because overwhelmed, stressed, and they fall short of accomplishing their goals. I help them grow, achieve growth with Christ and be productive through a morning routine. By the grace of God, I am an author because I have a great three on my pineal gland and it was a growing brain it was a growing brain tumor that's what it was and through god i was blessed to um go through it all radiation chemo and all and i didn't realize how shallow i was until i was bald twice mm. And then okay. came the book, Ladies As We Love Ourselves, which is a six-step program to self-worth. And those are the six steps I use to regain my self-worth and true identity in Christ. Wow. That, uh, that is quite a story. So um, I'm sure that was, like you you know, you know, highlighted briefly, instrumental in what you do. I mean, I, I agree that, you know, sometimes we don't know who we are until we get, uh, until we get tested by fire. Um, by trials and such, and we, we might think we know who we are, but, you know, <clears throat> I think, you know, doesn't Paul talk about things that get, you know, silver and wood and it gets burned up and then left, what's left are the vessels, and uh, I know I probably butchered that part, but, the Bible, but yeah, so yeah, I, I love that, so, so then how, so how did you use that then as a springboard to help other, other people, other women out? So started to write the processes that I went through to encourage people. 
people. And what's really interesting is God always has a plan. We know he has a plan. His plan, he started before the brain tumor was even discovered. Hmm. In the, the previous job that I had, I was a showroom manager and I was questioned often by my higher ups about what I wanted to do. What was the vision for my life? So the Lord had me working on a vision and this was the vision, but I had no idea how it was going to come to be. So when it happened and I was in the recovery stage, I actually had a dream, a dream of me in the play, in a play, and I was dancing because I am a certified Zumba instructor and I love dancing. And so uh, I knew then that the Lord wanted me to write plays to encourage ladies. And I started writing the plays. I have two finished. I'm in the middle of the third one. And um, the book came out of nowhere, but the Lord told me to basically. This is all I can really say. Lord told me to, and I am following his direction and he keeps opening doors and I keep walking on through. But I gotta get back to it. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's encouraging. I'm sure there are people out there struggling with something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if they haven't yet, guaranteed they will. And, you know, this does provide uh, encouragement. So you said uh, you you had steps, you know, you had uh, steps that you took and now you're using that for others. What What do those steps look like? So the steps actually in the book, my first and foremost step for any and everything is God first. Turn to God first in any and every situation that you are going through. That is just the first step I always go through. Anything you're going to ask or encourage in is God first. And that really sums up everything. But the second step that I took was forgiveness. I had others to forgive and I also had to forgive myself and realize that there were things I was holding on to that I needed to let go. And really, you know, for my hair, because I had never been bald before. And so my parents, it was even shocking for them, not that they necessarily had to forgive me for it, but just like holding my hair as my identity, if you will, Mm. or like holding on to it as something people identified me by. And so I just really had to just let all of that go, forgive myself and move forward. Mm. And then I had to figure out who I really was, who God created me to be, my strengths, my weaknesses my likes, my dislikes, my wants, all things. And that really helps me now. And it helped me figure out who I was by knowing, you know, the different strengths and weaknesses I had and have to create affirmations for myself, which are is step four. I do affirmations every morning in my morning routine. I go in the eyes, in the mirror, in the bathroom, and I tell myself great things about myself what God is doing in my life. And I am claiming these. And that just really helps me identify with myself through Christ every morning to get my day started off right. Fifth is encouraging and helping others and volunteering. Because when we help others, we are really helping ourselves and we feel better. And God created us to serve. And that's what we're supposed to do anyway. And sixth, the sixth step is my favorite step. Well, this I have two favorite steps, God first, and then the sixth one, which is exercise. Mm. We got to be moving. We need activity in our bodies. Our bodies, we were not created to sit still and do nothing. 
we got to get that activity in there, even if it's starting off with 20 minutes of walking around the neighborhood, just, you know, pacing or something. You got to get some exercise in there. I am a bit of an exercise fanatic anyway, but I realized how important it was when I was rehabilitating or recovering. Yeah. Uh, I think my exercise consists of getting out of bed this in the morning now. Oh, uh, no, I just, I just, you know, I got bad backs. I got bad lungs. I got all oh, So I'm joking around about that. But, yeah, I know. I know. I, did, I had to do exercise. So I've had to do physical therapy for recovery from surgeries and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I love I love the first step. Obviously, you know, so biblical Matthew 633, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then all these things. Right. But we yes. get it backwards, right? We, we try to seek all these things that in some way maybe it'll lead to God or get it, you know. It's, but that's not the way it is. So I love how you put that. That is your first step is that. And and it just segues into, I, I like the list. Um, said God first is the first one. Um, then if I get, let me get this right. Was it forgiveness was the next step? Yes. Yeah. And then you talked about serving others, right? But knowing yourself. Knowing yourself. Okay. So, so knowing yourself identity first. And then serving others. And this is all biblical, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus has asked, you know, what are the two most important commandments, right? He said to love God and love other people. Yep. So, I mean, this is all, everything right here is sandwiched, uh, sandwiched together in so many, many, many applicable um, things. So you wrote a book. <laughs> yes. Nice. And and so is a book, what, it's your story and then... Well, it is the six steps that I used. It kind of walks you through, kind of. It walks you through uh, every day a step. And my brothers and my friends say that this is not gender specific. So please, general copy. It's on Amazon. (laughs) Very encouraging. It's Ladies As We Love Ourselves, a six-step program to self-worth. But again, it's not gender specific. That just flows into our Lindsay Unlimited in in general and um, the other programs and things that uh, I'm doing. Okay. Hey, hey, I'm on, I'm comfortable with my man head, so I'll buy a pink book. I don't mind. I'm <laughs> saying, I'm just saying that this big, bearded dude. <laughs> well, I'm not big, but I, I, I don't mind. I'm, I'm comfortable. So. <laughs> so you got a podcast you do, right? No, okay. It's a program that I run on Zoom. Oh, okay. It's a Zoom program. Okay, I, I, I got that wrong. But so you do that, uh, your daily dose. Let me get this right. Early morning dose of Jesus, right? Yes. Yeah. Early morning dose of Jesus. Yes. EMDJ. Okay. I like that. I like acronyms. Being former uh, military, I Mm -hmm. like speaking acronyms. So I'm down with that. So, so what is what is that? Uh the early uh, morning with Jesus. What, what is that all about? It is the mission of EMDJ, Early Mornings with a Dose of Jesus, is to help Christians wake up earlier, start with Jesus, and accomplish more. Hmm. A lot of the people that I know are working full-time jobs and trying to start a side hustle or start a business of their own. And statistics show that waking up earlier helps you accomplish more and get stuff done, really. And I believe with starting with Jesus, because when I don't start with Jesus, first thing, my day, my attitude is through the floor. Hmm. And so 
DJ is a way to encourage others to wake up earlier and have somewhere to go to, to be accountable for waking up earlier. And then overall, when you get into the habit of waking up earlier, you will get more things done. And my EMDJ are getting done. They're having better days and overall better lives. They are enjoying waking up early and even more so starting with Jesus. They're having peace within their day. They uh, tell me outside of EMDJ, like, you know, they, they're telling their friends, I got to get Rachel's going to be waiting for me. Yes, I am. If you miss, you can miss with Facebook group. And okay. I do the in there. But if you miss too many times, I will check in on you. Not mean or anything, just to make right. sure you're okay. I am very, you know, relationship oriented that way. I just want to make sure you're okay. Right. I like it. Love it. Um, I, I, I try to do the same thing uh, every day. I mean, well, I always start the morning with Jesus. Let me just say that. Some days I can't wake up early, but most days I, I try to wake up um, pretty early and I, I can say that I, I completely agree with that. Um, getting uh, getting that daily dose of Jesus in, but what does what does that look like? Like practically speaking, because people could say, "Well, I, you know, I did whatever, you know, I got my early morning dose of Jesus." Uh, but but what what does that look like um, for for people practically? Uh, so, well, if you join the program, the membership, we log on at Zoom at 6 a.m. We're leave 5.55 because I do a slide in the song for the day before we actually jump into it. We start promptly at 6 a.m. Central Standard Timing, and everybody logs on with no camera. I'm the only one that you see, and I greet everyone with good morning. It's 6 a.m. And I just give them a welcome enrichment, some verses and affirmation for the day and a song and tell them have a productive day in Jesus's name. My goal is I ask for 10 minutes, but my goal is minutes or less. And the goal is for them to have that dose of Jesus, but to take those verses and meditate on them and have their own quiet, quiet time with Jesus, that personal time before their day really gets started. I'm just a jump start to get you going. Right. I, I agree. You know, we got to have our personal time. So then what would that look like for people who say, I don't have enough time in the day? Well, I'm sure you hear that, right? I, I just don't have enough time, right? Because whatever, I stayed up until whenever, I don't know. Or I got to get up and get ready for work then. And what do, what do people do? Uh, what do you do with people when you hear that kind of thing? I tell them you got to get up earlier. <laughs> yeah, I wake up at 3 a.m. to okay. make sure that I am full so I can pour out. I can't come to them not practicing what I'm teaching or encouraging them to do. And so I just tell people, you really got to wake up earlier. What did Jesus do for you? Hmm. Powerful. That's powerful. Yeah. So I get MRIs. I will have MRIs for the rest of my life. I'm convinced. Okay. Even though I'm completely healed. Thank you, Jesus. But, you know, the tumor was a growing one. And so I have checkups every uh, eight months right now. We're uh, excited to get to a year pretty soon. Um, but I was in an MRI once and I'm a little bit of a claustrophobic person. And one time I like I breathe and pray the whole time and count. And it just came to me like, this is not a cross, Rachel. 
Jesus died on a cross for you. You are in a little tube. What are you complaining about? <laughs> and so I just really believe that. Like, what did Jesus do for me? Why am I not willing to give up just a little bit for him? And I really love the Mary and Martha story of Martha telling Jesus, why won't you tell her to come help me? And he says, she has chosen the right thing and it will not be taken away from her. Mm. Like it. Yeah. So what about people like I'm sure like I like to say <clears throat> somebody has time. Like you may say, I don't have time, but I'm sure, for instance, you know, because people, you know, I want to wake up. I need to wake up earlier. Well, that obviously means that somebody has to go to bed earlier most times mm -hmm. to wake up earlier. Yes. And I see it as I'm sure, you, you know, you could cut out, I don't know, one episode of whatever you like to watch. I don't know, you know, stream or you like to cut out that one chapter of a book you'd like to read, something that's extraneous, you know, to Jesus, something that has nothing and we can cut out of our lives to, to make time for him. So that, like you said, you know, you, you highlight, Hey, we, he, he did this for us. Certainly there's something we, we, we can do something for him. Yes. And, and so what, what do you, you, you uh, <clears throat> what do you have to say about like, you know, people that need to cut stuff out of their lives. So my, big thing along with doing is what do you want? There is something in life that you want and that you're working towards, but you really can't get it without Jesus. You need his guidance. He is our only source. God is our only source. Everything else and everyone else is a resource. So if you want something, there is something you're committed to getting. I would just put Jesus in front of that. Let that commitment kind of drive you and add Jesus to the beginning of that. Like I want to um, buy a car. So I'm starting a business. I don't know. Right, Buying, right. You know, just something fancy or, you know, something that you're trying to accomplish and you need Jesus in that anyway. He's all in that. So why not present that to him every morning along with your affirmations? Like I'm driving this car or whatever, whatever it is that somebody wants. I want this vacation home or I want to go on this vacation and um, let that drive you. Let that be your want and your go-to thing, but just always make it start with Jesus. You want to get up early so you can do what you want to do. I'm just saying, put Jesus in front of that. Hmm. Right. I can think of a scripture for that one too. You know, everything we do, we do it uh, to the glory of God, right? And we can't do it for the glory of God without Jesus himself, God uh, in it. You know, I mean, I can do this. You know, I know that people don't, don't know this, but I have a brain injury from Iraq. Um, so, you know, there's stuff I have a hard time remembering, but you know, when it, because, because Jesus is in this is why I'm able to, to do what I do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, so you got, let's see, uh, oh, I, I forgot something. Anyway, so yeah, so this, this uh, you, you looks like you have something maybe a little bit geared toward ladies. Is that right? Or is it, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, the single life. I got that mixed up, man. You got something <laughs> about Christian single life going on there. Yeah, well, I am single and I'm Christian. And that's where the plays originated from because the majority of my friends are single and we are waiting on our mates. But while we are waiting on our mates, we need to be a lady while we're waiting. Mm. But everybody is not waiting on a mate. So whatever you're waiting on the Lord to do, be a lady while you do it. 
what does that look like? What what does being a lady look like? A godly lady, obviously. <laughs> Proverbs thirty one. Okay, the picture perfect. Um, <laughs> but uh, just keeping your eyes on God and following what He has called you to do, but also what the Bible says. I believe biblically, the Lord has laid out specific things for us to do to be ladylike, to be women of God. And we are to follow those, those rules. And, you know, eventually, like, I feel like we should definitely be secure in our womanhood in Christ and enjoy this single time. But when we do find our mate, be ready to submit to him, Christ-like, of course, uh, because that's what we're called to do. We are not called to be the head. This could be definitely go a whole nother way. <laughs> But the men are called to be the head, even as off alignment as that is right now. Um, right. They're called it. But, you know, just gearing yourself just to be um, fully wrapped up in God. And I love this. This is a quote from somewhere else. I heard it years ago. But be so wrapped up in God that your husband has to go deeper in God to find you. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't disagree with that. I mean, I, I know what I hold to now. Of course, this this could be a point of contention for some people. Like, um, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, use that myself as a point of contention. But I do agree that you know, uh, in a godly manner, um, women should submit to the man because why? The man uh, loves her, as the Bible tells her, tell, commands us to love our wives. So. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I agree with the, the um, submission in, in in that in that godly type marriage, um, and so I know I know it could be hard being single, waiting on your waiting on your loved one. You know, um, it's difficult, especially in the in a I'm going to call it yeah, I call it a toxic culture sometimes that the church creates. In other words, oh, you're not married yet. What what's wrong with you? And you're yeah. like, I, what, what do you mean? What's wrong with me? I didn't do nothing. <laughs> so do you, do you see that happening uh maybe 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 ever yourself or any other women you know kind of get that thrown their way yes but more so lately it's been like wait like you have time lately it's been the wait i do remember that a little bit years ago but now it's more like wait and make sure make sure that you're doing this for the right purpose make sure that god is the foundation and he's leading that man your man and you uh into the proper union and um yeah just carrying yourself properly but also um, i get paul's be content uh mm -hmm. in your single life a lot and like be fully you and enjoy this free time because when you're married, that one becomes two, like y'all are one now. And so you got to leave your single life or, you know, the things that you want to do on your own in your single life. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what, what else um, of a godly lady? Because I'm sure oh, if you want a godly marriage, right, you don't want a guy um, trying to get with you because of the stuff you're showing them to put it in a PG in a PG manner. Uh, so like you got, do you have tips for, for women like, like about that who may be feeling whatever, or maybe I got to do more to get a guy, something like that. But what do you have? What do you, what do you have to say to them about that? Uh, first and foremost, pray. 
I ask God to reveal the red flags up front and bless me to see what I need to see. And I also, uh, for on both parties, not just me or just him. And I also ask God to come in and if he is not for me, to remove him. And when I tell you that God removes it and I ask him to do it um, graciously, if you will, so it won't be so uh, angry or, you know, in frustration or anything like that, just a peaceful separation. He does it. And I'm like, okay, Jesus, thank you. Sometimes uh, I think like, okay, am I supposed to do something? But I just have peace a lot of the times when God's just like, let it go or, you know, let me work. And so um, I just, my tip is to ask God to reveal what you're supposed to do. And if the relationship is for you, please move forward. If not, please separate us peacefully. Mm. And I started doing that at a very young age. And because I was really worldly minded, like a very young age, even though I was saved, I was raised in the church. I often say I was saved before I was born. But I was when I would I would have a boyfriend every year in high school. And I would pray, you know, if this isn't supposed to be for me, Jesus, then separate us. And I would have a boyfriend every year. And I never caught on that I was supposed to be single and focused on God and doing what he would have me to do. So I I just really believe in that. He will separate you peacefully if that is not who you're supposed to be with. There is also this book that I recently read by Andy Stanley, Charles Stanley's son. Mm-hmm. That is called The New Rules of Sex, Love, and Dating. And it is really, really good. I just love his little points and things in there. It's really encouraging as well. Okay. Um, anything else? Any other advice you got for the uh, for the for the single folks out there waiting? You know what else? What other? What else can you tell them? Uh, just wait on God's timing. God's timing is better. I have often um, wondered, you know, what can? What do I really want? But you know, God knows what we want. God knows what we need. And there is this meme of the depiction of Jesus in a little girl and she has this little bear and he is asking for the little bear and he has this ginormous bear behind him and he you just got a little bear to have what is so huge that God has for you so do not be scared because God knows what you want what you need be able to be open and let it go trust him rest in him he's got this yeah, I can attest to that because my wife, right, she's from South Africa, by the way. So she, she, she's from South Africa, right? And she tells me all the time, you know, I made this list. I, mm. I, I asked God for these things in a husband, right? And obviously God already knew that, but she still did it anyways. You know, he's got to be of Irish descent. He has to like rugby, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Other things, um, which by the way, you know, an American – Loving rugby is not really, you know, because football is America's game, I guess. But I do love rugby, you know, for instance. So she, she made that. I, I made, I made, a, I did a similar thing asking, oh, okay, God, I want a godly woman, woman after your own heart kind of thing like that. And, you know, uh, I was stationed in Germany at the time and so still oceans apart. Uh, and God made it all happen, you know, as, as, impossible as that may seem god made it all happen and yeah. brought us together you know 
Yeah. That's He's wonderful. able to measurable more. Right. We can never ask. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So before we go, do you have any clothing thoughts for the audience? Just to start with Jesus. And I also help people with morning routines. And I say, you know, I start with Jesus personally because I believe in it. And again, my day and my attitude would be through the floor if I did not start with him. But I help people with morning routines and my ask or suggestion is to really have quiet, quiet time, if not with Jesus, with yourself, to get grounded for the day, hmm. to have plans that, you know, I say the Lord directs my plans. I ask him to be the author of my day and my time. Um, but just to be grounded for your day, it'll go so much better. And I would love to hear about it. If you do it, contact me, you know, message me. I would love to hear about it. And how do people contact you? Where, where, where can they find you at? So my email address is R Lindsay L I N D as in dog S A Y unlimited at gmail.com. My website is www.rlindsayunlimited.com. And on Facebook and Instagram, I am R Lindsay Unlimited. All right. Or Rachel Cants. Yeah. Okay. Well, all the all those links will be in the in the show notes in the description for everybody. So, if you want to get a hold of her, um, I'll uh, the link for the uh, for the book will also be there. So, if anybody out there wants to pick up the book, the link the link is uh, in the description for you right right now. So, go check it out. Um, you said you can buy it on Amazon. Yes. All right. So there you go. Too easy, right? I mean, who doesn't shop on Amazon these days, right? Right. <laughs> So thanks for coming on the show. I really greatly appreciate this. And I do believe this is going to encourage people out there uh, from all walks of life, regardless of what they do and who they are. Thank you for having me. And thank you for your service. All right. No, no problem. No problem. So with that, we'll uh, end, uh, end uh, the show of Restoring Your Voice. Thank you all for watching. Like I said, don't forget to click that share button, click that thumbs up button. And if you would like to give, because doing this stuff ain't free, for me, the uh, the links are in the description. Uh, three ways you can give PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App. So appreciate everybody for listening and watching. God bless everybody. Out for now. <laughs>